Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey everyone, it's Scott Todd filling in for Mark, aka The Land Geek. You, you know him and you know what? He is on a little family vacation for the whole month. Must be nice. But the minions who keep the place running are still here working. With me today, I've got Mike Zeno, the Zen Master. Mike, how you doing? Doing fantastic, Scott. Thanks All for right. asking. We have new dad on the block, Tate. How you doing, Tate? A little bit tired. What can I say? <laughs> eh, tired. I should. That's like the new band, the new dads on the block. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I should trademark that. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, with us also, Team Mark supporter nine. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Nine. How you doing? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, doing great. Doing great. Glad to be I here. I think I have that on video, by the way. And last but not least is, is uh, you know, David, David Banalis. How you doing, David? Doing wonderful. I like the new dads on the block thing. I'll be the guitarist. Yeah, I, I, don't, think, uh, I, I don't think I have any talents that I can bring to a band. But Maybe, maybe we could be an acapella group. I mean, you do the uh, Let Freedom Ring so well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just be the conductor. How's that? There's not a conductor in a band. All right. All right, guys, listen, we have three fun-filled topics, right? Like the first one that I think that we want to dig into is what do you do when the popo are called on you? You know the popo, like the police, right? Like no one wants to hear from the popo. Even if, you, even if you're following the rules and you've done nothing wrong, just the thought of the police knocking on your door or coming to you is like, you know, nerve-wracking. And Tate just had the police contact him about his property. What, what happened, Tate? Well, there's nothing better than taking a couple days off to be with the family. And the first email that you get back is from a sheriff. And that sheriff basically called me. He, he got a hold of my phone number and left me a voicemail that basically said that I was about, they were going to sue me. And I'm sitting there, what, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. So I asked for a little <laughs> bit more details because uh, I'm trying not to get sued. And it turns out, we sold a piece of property, owner finance, to a guy, and this guy decided to break all of the rules in the county and start living on his RV on the land. Well, obviously, that wasn't okay with us, so we defaulted, or he defaulted, and we terminated our relationship with him. Rather than leaving the property, he decided to squat on the land. So, Scott, you ever had squatters? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I, I, I have had squatters, and they're not any fun. No. Zeno, have you ever had squatters? Yeah, I have one I'm dealing with right now, but yes. <laughs> they're not it fun. So, so I call the guy up, and I'm like, hey, blah, blah, blah. You got to get off this property. I'm about to get sued. And he said, no, 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 no. We signed all the documents, so you're not – you have not given me permission to be here. We have no relationship. He's like, I'm just squatting on your land. I was like, well, get off. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to take your chickens, your horse, your RV, 
and your greenhouse with you and you got to go, man, like get off my land. And he's like, no, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Uh, kind of left me at this moment where I was like, you can't tell me no, I'm, I'm the boss. I own this land. And he said, the county here is totally irrational and blah, 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 blah. So I call the sheriff back. I send him a copy of our, you know, our agreement and how he's no longer associated with me and our company. And the sheriff says, okay, cool. What do you want me to do with him? I said, kick him off. Give me a call back when he's done or when he's gone. And I called the guy today and he's got a town. I mean, he's going nuts. This is like the worst case scenario. He has called the local news channel and they're coming to film a piece on him on our property. And <laughs> hopefully he's got some good views. <laughs> he's, got some, he's got a town hall meeting set up tomorrow to amend the zoning regulations in this specific county. Awesome. Well, that's that's great. great. It's wow. not going to happen. But on top of it, Scott, <laughs> to make things even better, guess who's on his team? Who? You know him. You may love him. You may hate him. <laughs> President Trump. He told me uh, that President Trump supports him. So, okay. personal friend. Okay. Personal yeah. friend. Wow. That's kind of where we're at right there. So it was definitely kind of a freaky situation. I get back from the hospital. All is good and great. Roses in my life. And I'm, I get this message from the sheriff. Like, you know, we're going to press charges and sue you guys. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> this needs to be addressed. Okay. Okay. So, so first of all, can, can you get out there? Like, can you get out there like today or tomorrow with a sign that says like, you know, frontierproperties.com, right? Like, can can you get a sign for the TV? That's the first thing. He put one up for me. Oh, nice. Nice. When he got, when he got evicted the first time and kicked off for defaulting, I was like, hey, do me a favor and put a for sale sign up in the front. It's spray painted on a piece of cardboard, but it's up there. Uh, man, that's great. That's great. Wow. Any publicity no. is good publicity. Maybe. I mean, there, there's, nothing like, there's nothing like putting you know, someone that you evicted to work like for free, right? Like, I think that's called like slavery tape, but that's, okay. that's a different topic, right? Like, He's the nicest you, guy. He's so he's nice. He's the nicest like, guy. He texts me all the time. He, he sent me a picture the other day of the camera crew in front of the land. I, was, I, I texted him back. I said, you know, hey, man, that's awesome. But we, we're not friends. I'm not okay with what you're doing here. You're on my land illegally. Like, you're going to get arrested and go to jail. He's like, nah, they're not going to arrest me. They got better things to worry about. I was like, well, you got to go because I want to resell this. So. I kind of got a property. It's in this weird zone. It's in this weird time frame where I don't want to sell it because there's squatters on it. But then again, it's going to get a ton of attention. And yeah. All right, Mike, have you had the police called on you? Well, I haven't, but I do have a solution. Um, well, it's a little bit for next time. <laughs> I'm all okay. Weird. I'm all, all right, so I got a ton of land in one area. I think it was New Mexico. The first piece of land I sold and gave him an incredible deal was to a bounty hunter. Six foot four, former professional wrestler. I gave him the best deal possible. He lives, he trucks through the area with the caveat. If I ever have a problem, he's the guy that's going to take care of it. The guy loves me. He's, <laughs> he's awesome. I will never have that issue in this area. Never. He says, I show up and people change. And I'm like, all right, man, you got a deal. 
<laughs> man, my, Mike is building, building a team that we don't even know exists, man. Like we're worried about VAs, but Mike's, Mike's building bounty hunters on his team. Like Tate, I think, oh, I this think guy he's will travel. He's for hire, Tate. Tate, I might be able to get him over there. Yeah, send me his info. You know, maybe we'll add it in the show notes here because I think this guy could be uh, in high Take look at this guy. And, and I just take a look at the picture and I'm like, oh, man, I, I would move if I knew he was coming for me. I'd be out of there quick. <laughs> so, so he will become the official land geek bouncer. <laughs> That's it. I can hire him out. New, no, new position. Mean, I, the I other thing is, hey, this this guy's going to get publicity and depends, I mean, obviously depends where you're at with the land and how much he's paid. But at this point, I'd be like, Hey, listen, you know, I'm definitely willing to work with you. As long as when you get on camera, you say great things about our company, you know? So, I mean, cause he's going to be on there and be like, yeah, but I did a great deal with them. They've been so awesome to me. They're the best land company ever. You know, if you can say I, all that, then maybe it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. I told him, I said, Hey man, you know, you're fighting awful hard for something you don't know. Why don't you just buy it from me? You know, what do you got? And, you know, we, he started talking in terms of trades and livestock and, you know, obviously that's not two cows and a pig. <laughs> but he's a nice guy. I mean, if he comes up with the cash, what do I care? Right. It's a dowry for his land. <laughs> two, two cows and a pig. That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's the, the dowry take on, right? <laughs> yeah. How much for that land? Two cows and a pig. Throw a chicken, you got a deal. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a headache, but the best part is, uh, you know, he, he lived on the property and was making $300 a month payments on it for eight months. And I've only got a thousand dollars into it. So I'm in the clear at this point. I'm not really worried. I've made my money back and then some. So if I got to sit on it for three to four months for this whole thing to blow over, no big deal. Huh. Tate's living an easy life. Nine. Have you had the police called on you? I haven't had the police called on me yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, fingers uh, crossed it never happened <laughs> I'll, I'll, it sounds like it's pretty exciting right i mean as long as you get all your ducks in a row <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can see the next round of prank calls all popo calling everybody oh on. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is sheriff todd calling <laughs> no, normally it's not <laughs> normally if so yeah yeah I, I don't even know where my dad is but normally if somebody uh sends me an offer letter I do like calling them sometimes, you know, like, especially if they're like in coaching or something, I'll call them and like, just to see how they handle the call. But maybe I'll have to do that. You know, like, Hey, this is, this is a uh, detective Todd calling about some letter you got going on there. Are you a scammer? <laughs> Who taught right. you this? <laughs> yeah. 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 What's that guy's name? David, have you had the police called on you? I have not. It's a matter of time. It's going to happen to everybody, but now I know exactly how to handle it <laughs> hire mike's bouncer that's all you gotta do that's yeah. right awesome all right look let's let's talk about since we're talking about mike's uh you know va team his bouncer his his bounty hunter what a let's, great segue <laughs> yeah i think so let's let's transition over to talk about a fun topic like you know a little thing like vas firing them or them leaving Mike, I think you had a situation, right? Yeah, no, uh, this one wasn't a firing. She acquired another job, and so she um, 
she is no longer with us. But you know, one of the things that I like to do is when I have a VA that's doing a good job, I like her to document or him to document what they're doing and how they do that and almost re already train their replacement under the, under the reason that the reason being, Hey, listen, you may get sick at some point. You may be unable to do something. I need to make sure that somebody could step in. So there's no real threat there. So always to have one laying in the, uh, in the background ready to go that you can just slide right up. So I think that, you know, that's kind of, so I'm not really in a bad spot. Plus we documented all the systems. We have the VAs document their systems. So we have everything in place. Replacing her was going to be uh, fairly simple and straightforward. I mean, it is, there is something important about, um, you know, always being ready, right? Like always having, you know, always, you know, always, someone once told me like always be interviewing, like always be interviewing people because you don't know when your stars are going to leave. And really what you're doing is you're trying to build like the dream team of VAs. I mean, that's ultimately what you're trying to do. I forever, I'm like, I'm never, there's like certain positions where I'm never happy, you know, like, I don't know, they, they could be doing a great job, but I'm always wondering, like, is there somebody better? And so I keep like an ongoing, um, an ad on Upwork, like I just keep, every week I'll go in there and I'll like close it down and repost it, change it up a little bit, because I'm looking for like those stars. And, you know, I think that's the way that you get better talent. And then what you have is, I think that when you're doing that, like that process where you're always looking at people, you're always like, kind of questioning like do yeah. I really have the best or is there somebody better okay so you know that's I mean I think it's great to, to document everything Tate how, how do you like prevent or how do you protect yourself from like a VA just boom go leaving you know we do the same thing that Mike does we have the VAs document what they're doing um, and you know when we hire we typically We'll hire two people at a time. We'll train them both. And I'll often share the workload between the two different VAs. Whatever VA does the best quality of work, we'll keep them on. Um, but we tell the second person, yeah, we're, we're going to keep you as an as-needed basis. So we kind of have that you know, backup player in the background. We'll throw them some work periodically every other week or something just to keep them you know, well-versed in what we do and uh, somewhat committed. And then if my main person disappears or, or, or goes away, then I have somebody to call up and, and put them to work. And so that's what we try to do. But I think the most important thing is come up with your initial process that you show your VA and as they perfect it, have them edit it, have them change it. Um, at the end of all of our videos or content or whatever way we're training somebody, we ask for advice, we ask for feedback, we ask for changes that they would like to see made. How can we make this better, run smoother? And anything they give us, we, we genuinely incorporate and we put it to work. So that's what we're doing. Awesome. D David, how about you? Have you had a VA kind of leave or have you had to fire one? So I haven't explicitly fired people. I just said, this is the completion of this task. If I have anything else, I'll give it to you. Sometimes I've just said, okay, that's it. And I'll just end their contract right there. Um, you know, I, in the cabinetry business, I was in charge of hiring and firing for the last three to four years. And, you know, hiring someone in person and the whole interview process, that's a drag. But through Upwork, it's, it's so easy where I'm constantly hiring now. I took your advice, Scott. Like, I always have job postings. And so what I do is I'll hire someone for one task. If I see their skill set is better fit for something else, I'll swap them out. And then, you know, some people just fall to the bottom of the ranks and, I just hired someone else yesterday. I'm getting her trained right now. 
and she might actually be better suited for something completely different than what I hired her for. So I'm going to, you know, plug her in over there and then get someone else for this other thing I wanted to hire for. Uh, I'm always hiring now and not afraid to fire. Um, I mean, so when you do fire, I'm just say, Hey, great job. I'm going to give you five stars for your, your work. <laughs> Please do the same for me. <laughs> and maybe if I have something in the future, uh, uh, so it's very passive aggressive, but that's part of the culture for the Philippines. Uh, you, you very, you gotta be very polite on the front. Uh, you do not be rude at all. I'm, I'm married to a Filipino, so I kind of understand that part. <laughs> I love working with VAs. I used to be so afraid of hiring them. And I know some people in the community that are just afraid to, you know, post a job. It, it could be the, the tiniest thing. Like maybe you feel like you have to provide 40 hours of work. Not at all. I have one VA that does half hour work once a week and they're happy with it. Yeah. Nine, nine, do you have, uh, were you concerned about hiring a VA? <laughs> Yeah, I was very concerned at hiring a VA because you know, you know, my background is in software, so we spend a lot of time interviewing people um, <laughs> you know, back in the day. Now it's like I just need to get up the, get up the ad, you know, talk to them a little bit, you know, make sure that the instructions are very clear, and then let them go. Like the very first VA I spoke to, I told them, you know, I want you to do this job. Here's the task. Here's, here's how it works. We'll, you know, feedback. And then, oh, by the way, I have three other people doing this. So, uh, you know, if this doesn't work out, cause I was afraid, I was afraid that, you know, I'd have to disappoint this person cause I'm paying, you know, such a, such and such a wage. And I was like, Oh man, are they like starving? If I don't hire them, what's going on? <laughs> so, you know, that makes it part of the process. You know, you just got to do it over and over and over again, hire more people, always, always be improving. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I have um, that one position I told you where I just have the position open all the time. You know, like I, I it's amazing because, you know, I, what I find now is that I start to doubt their ability, some people's ability just based on the wage that they want, right? Like um, I was prepared to pay like 11, up to like $11 an hour for one job. And someone came in in a, um, I think they were in Norway for $5 an hour. And I'm like, well, they must be terrible, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) they must be absolutely terrible. But then when I review the work and review what they wrote, like I'm a believer. And so like, why not take the chance? Why not just boom? I don't even talk to them anymore. Like I'm just gonna take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? I waste what, like 20 bucks, right? Like it's not like, it's not like I'm going to get stuck, sucked into a, uh, a legal battle because they signed a contract and I'm going to have to pay them unemployment and I got to pay for their health insurance. That's what's great about the freelance economy, right? Like you can just, they, they work at will. And the, even the better part is like, especially like if they're in Norway or someone, they don't know where I live. That's great. If they want to come stalk me, they have to catch a flight. And then by then I'll be at boot camp. I don't know. Like I just won't be here. <laughs> All right. Great. So, I think our last situation that I wanted to talk about today is one that we hear all the time. And that is, man, if everybody starts doing this, all of the deals are going to go away, right? Like if everybody is like all focusing on the same county, is the price is going to go higher? I'm going to continue to lose, like I'm going to lose out to, you know, Tate because Tate's going to offer more money than me. Is that a real situation? Is it fake? I mean, like, is it just something we perceive? Let's go to Mike. Mike, come on. 
Have you yeah, seen yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, look, I look when you and I started in this community, the mastermind group had like 30 people in it. Like I, I want to say like, I, I was like number 30 or 31. Okay. Right. right. And now there's like almost 300 in there. Plus there's the, the motivation group with over a thousand people in there. Right. Right. Have, has your business dried up or is this something that like, have you seen increasing competition, like killing your business? No, no. This is what we're talking about. The scarcity mentality, right? Uh, it doesn't exist. I mean, the way I thought that in the beginning too, and then it was explained to me, just look around your city, whatever city you're in, look at the number of realtors and look at the minimal amount of houses being sold. And they're all making a ton of money. And we're talking about thousands upon thousands upon thousands of acres of land. Um, it's just the niche is, is there's no, there's no, there's not any time this is going to happen. There's just too much land out there. And if you go to the same area and then you're buying in one acre, then you're going to go all the way up to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 160. I mean, there's so many different acreage ranges. I mean, it's just, you put these together, it's basically infinite amount of land out there. So this scarcity mentality is something that people just need to forget about. And if they're focusing on mailing and doing their business, they won't even worry about this. They'll just be too caught up in deals to even concern themselves with the supposed scarcity. Yeah. Tate, you know, you and I, we've been in the same county. In fact, you suckered me into one county in New Mexico. And, like, you bought on the right side of the road. And I bought on the left side of the road where the, where the uh, POA was. And you were smart. You went to the right side where the POA was not. <laughs> I don't know if that was a, a scam on me or not, but you know, you didn't do your due diligence is what that means. <laughs> I mean, don't try to put I, this on me, Scott. Hey man, I just jumped in. I took action, massive action. I just did it. And then I'm like, Oh boy, that hurt. Yeah. Tate have, have, uh, has your business dried up or what? No, quite the opposite. I think, I think, I mean, competition is good. It's not like I'm losing deals to you. There's so much property be, to be purchased that I don't even care. I could, you know, everybody on this call, everybody who hears this could go and buy in that same area and we'd all make money. And I'm not really worried about it. Honestly, it's one of the last things that's ever crosses my mind. In fact, I'm skeptical to go work in an area where there's not a lot of competition. Yeah, because it, it does, it does speak volumes, right? You know, I, I think that there's, I really think that there's something about the fact that, if we were all marketing one area, it's like, man, it's got to be good. Like, you know, if you think about that for a second, if, if every travel agent is promoting Disney cruises, um, then what will happen is those travel agents all promoting that same place. You're like, man, it's got to be good. If, I mean, everybody's going to the Disney cruise, it's got to be the best, right? But then if, if some guy over on the side is starting to talk about, you know, like, hey, this one um, – this, you know, like this one cruise line that no one ever heard of. They're going to be like, I've never heard of this place before. Like that, that travel agent's not going to make any money. You got to go where the, where the market is. David, what do you have to say? <laughs> I have this come up a lot, right? And so people like Mike and I, we take calls for people interested in this business. And one of the fears they have is, you know, if I get into it, am I just one of, you know, the people that's going to be the tipping point where there'll be no more deals left. And so, I remember the Olympics with Michael Phelps. This is a photo that came out in the uh, LA Times where uh, Michael Phelps is swimming forward and this, the South African swimmer is right next to him looking over at Michael Phelps and he's so distracted that he loses his uh, <laughs> he loses his focus and loses the, the, the competition. 
So then that's what I, I strive for in this business is I'm focused on my mailing and my offer price. And I don't, I'm not concerned with what Scott's doing, with what Tate is doing, with what Knight and Mike is doing. I mean, I actually, I, I know someone, he's one of my friends who works in my county. We both mail to the same size properties. I offer uh, 800, he offers 1200. We both get deals. So even <laughs> the, the different offer prices, we both have plenty of land to, to buy. So I'm not concerned about competition. And so this is one theory that I share with people. And so you guys can you know pick at it. Um, in fact, I welcome it. So if you are a, a landowner, Scott, and if you get one letter per year, uh, if someone offering you to buy your land, you might think it's a scam. If you get five offers throughout the year, well, now, you know, there's social proof. Okay, maybe this is actually a legit thing. So you're more likely to consider that a liquidation option when the time comes. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, one of the uh, things I'm I always... Going to have. Oh, sorry, Dave, we lost you from the, the, uh, the great Wi-Fi you have there. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We still love you. Hey, the, uh, the, the, um, what I was going to say is I, I say all the time, look, how many credit card offers do you get in the mail? Okay. I literally just got like three credit card offers within three days in the mail. And, you know, I throw them away. Like they don't even make it into my house. Garbage, garbage, garbage. One day, one day. They might just make it in because I might need some money. So I might just be like, boom, you know, all of a sudden I need a credit card offer. And in fact, my favorite story to tell about this, you know, whole thing about, you know, pricing and everything is with that guy on Team Mark 9. You know, like, let me tell you what 9 did. 9 was mailing to a county that him and I, like, I was mailing there and he was mailing there. On the same size properties, I was offering um, $3,000. And nine, how much were you offering on those? Uh, I was offering like fifteen or sixteen hundred. He was offering half what I was, and he was pulling more deals than I was. I'm not sure. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know what it could be. Okay, it maybe it was just timing because maybe his hit on the exact day that they needed money. Maybe mine hit on the day that they didn't need money. You see, nine made more money than I did on those deals only because at the time he was like, man, I've got too many deals, but I'm going to keep mailing. So he just kept buying at lower prices. Right. So don't, don't think that, you know, all of a sudden because, because Scott shows into town, like, Oh man, I'm shutting it down. You know, hey, keep mailing. You don't know what day nine. You want to expand on that at all? Or yeah, there's actually, I've actually had a few recent calls where people, uh, people I've spoken to before, and they say, oh, you know, your price is too low. I can't really deal with that right now. And then, or they'll say, oh, I got another offer like that. Maybe once, you know, uh, they'll, they'll go, okay, you know, this is a higher offer. I say, great, go, go for it. Take it, make somebody happy, right? You know, you know, solve your situation. They call me back a couple months later and go, you, you still got that offer? Deal fell through or something happened. And I'll say, yeah, sure. And by the way, the prices changed. It went down another hundred bucks. <laughs> oh man, you you poked them right, like you you hit them, you right hooked them. I actually had a I actually had a guy that um, I I I was like I'll never forget this guy because I'm literally um, I had just moved back to Tampa. This was last summer. I just moved back to Tampa, and I I um, I was out for a a walk, 
And I'm, I'm out there walking, my phone rings and it's this guy and he basically tells me, Hey, I got your deed and, and, uh, and everything today, um, to, to, you know, to sign the deed. And, you know, you offered 3,500 for the property and somebody else offered me 3,650. And he, you know what? He's in the same town as you. I'm like, he's in the same town as me. He's like, yeah, he's in Tampa too. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't, I don't, I'm like, oh, I know, I think I know who you're talking about. And he says, uh, yeah, so give me 3650 and um and I will sign the deed. And I said, absolutely not. He's like, why not? I said, because we have a deal at 3500 And you know what? That guy that's gonna buy from that's offering to buy it from you for 3650, I bet you he doesn't even have the money to buy it. You're you're gonna hold out trying to get this guy to buy it, and he's not gonna buy it because he doesn't have he doesn't perform. And I do. He's like, well, uh, I'm not going to sign the deed. And I said, okay. So then the guy calls me back and he says, hey, I decide I'm gonna, I am going to buy it from you. Or I'm going to sell it to you. I said, okay, okay, sounds good. Send the deed. And then a week later, he calls me back and says, no, nah, I'm not going to do it because, because I want the 3650. And I said, listen, call the guy that offered you 3650. Tell him, tell him right now. I'm like, I'll tell you what, why don't we do this together? Why don't you call him? I'll, let's call him together. I'll dial it with you. And if he tells you flat out that he's going to buy it, good luck to you. But otherwise, do the deal because this guy's not going to do it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do the deal with you. I want more money. I said, okay, no problem. Bye-bye. I kind of maybe was not a nice guy about it. I'm being much nicer today than I was. But I would handle it a different way. No, I wouldn't. Anyway, we hung, we hung up. And uh, literally that day on the Facebook group, I see a guy, this was the motivation group. I see a guy and he wrote, hey, have a deal in this county, $3,650. Anybody want to partner with me? I'm like, you freaking guy, man. Six, six months later, he was still trying to get that price from another coaching student. I'm like, nope. Don't do it. Too much money. <laughs> 3,500. That's all that guy is going to get. So, if, you know, so if I have my way, that's all the guy will ever sell his land for 3,500 or less. <laughs> I'm going to stick, I'm going to let nine. Them. <laughs> all right, guys. So we have reached that time of the podcast for your infinite wisdom to come out and be shared with all of our listeners. So Mike, what do you have? You're not going to laugh while I say it, are you? <laughs> You always love my quotes. Is it a book? <laughs> oh, it's a quote. Like it's my, a quote. Leave, Come on. Uh, quote. This is inspiration. Oh. This is inspiration. I, my tip of the day is breathe often. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Mike. Okay, okay. Just relax. Go ahead, Mike. What do you got? All right. This is a very good quote for this business. It really is. It says, it's even a fly can travel a thousand miles if he grabs onto the horse's tail. Now think about it. There's a lot of us in this business when we're starting out, we have a difficult time and we, we are unable to uh, maybe get the, the list or all these things, these walls that we come up to. But if you follow the proven and already established method and you grab onto that horse's tail, you can make it happen. Like I always say, I wish I grabbed onto Scott's, if he's the horse, I should grab that tail a little sooner. I would have got the systems down. <laughs> But it's true. That's a good one. And think about it. You can really move forward in this business, remove all the doubt, follow the people that are doing it right, replicate what they're doing, and stop trying to reinvent it. Stop trying to you know, uh, go about it a different way. We have an established system that works. 
hits the horse, grab its tail, and go. I like the quote. I like the quote. Okay, okay. I'm I'm a little concerned that you want to grab my tail, but that's a different topic for a different day. Horses are majestic. For, for the for those of you that don't know, there was a boot camp in Orlando in Orlando where where Mike and I a little disclosure here, Mike and I we we had this moment because they had it was at the Renaissance in Orlando. They had the greatest hand soap ever, right? Like it had like, I don't know, sugar or something. It was like, sugar, yeah, you, put it, you put it in there and you rub it and you had the softest hands ever. And Mike and I really thought about creating uh, a hand soap company, you know, like Scott and Mike's hand soap, right? Or two, two, two men, two brothers hand soap. I forgot what we called it, Mike. Not it was two good though. Soap. Not two men and soap. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay that's a different topic different topic i'm sure i'm one, i'm sure I, yes i'm sure mark is probably gonna listen to this and you're like man i leave and look what happens <laughs> all right great tip breathe in breathe out same thing grab scott's tail it's okay take what do you have all right all right so my tip is a plugin for gmail and uh it's called boomeranggmail.com it's a pretty sweet tip because what you can do is you download this plugin and it allows you to schedule when your email is going to be sent. So um, we have it, our VA is using it to schedule response emails with follow-up, um, follow-up questions for potential buyers of property. So as soon as we hang up the phone with them, she goes in, makes two follow-up uh, emails sets a time frame for them. They go out uh, one the next morning and then another one two days later. So it's basically just another way to touch bases with them. Um, they're obviously going to get our autoresponder series as well, but Boomerang for Gmail. It's, it's a pretty awesome uh, little plugin, super easy to use, and I'd highly recommend it. All right. I'm, I'm checking it out. I'm going to check it You're out. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. I mean, look okay. at the reviews. Jen Clark so, says, I use Boomerang to make people think I get up early to write emails. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need than that? Okay, okay. So, so, so if I gave this tip, Mark would be like, "Why not use Mixmax?" You can so, use Mixmax, but I it's mean, the same feature. But Mixmax does offer some more tracking. Like you can see if they open the email, which is not yeah. needed. Boomerang, but hey, I use Boomerang. I don't use Mixmax, so I was I, I, I downloaded Mixmax. I hated it. So and did I'll, I. You know, there's one thing, and I, I, I'll, there's one feature of gmail that i use and mixmax made it go away you know what it is it's a uh it's send an archive so you can take there's a hack not a hack there's a setting that you can go in and you can say hey turn send an archive on and then what happens is when when you hit the send an archive there's two buttons there's a send an archive and then there's a send and if you say send an archive what it does is boom it sends it and then it automatically moves it out of your inbox to the archive folder right and it, it saves a step. So I love that. But Mixmax made it go away. And I'm like, deleted. Hated it. So, Tate, I like your, I like your yeah. tip. You'll download All it right. and you'll thank me next week. I, I mean, not thank you, but I will download it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Off to nine. Nine, what do you have? All right. Actually, mine is also related to that thing that you use every day, email. Right? Everybody sends email. And everybody could use a little bit of marketing, too. So my tip is wise stamp. It's, you know, it's a, uh, it's a free tool you can use to create an email signature that you can put on your, all your emails. 
And you know, you can say, okay, great, I can customize my email signature. But what you can also do is add dynamic elements to it. So not only can you put a link to you, you schedule, you know, you know, schedule an appointment for yourself or what your phone number is, but you can also put your latest Facebook status, um, your latest tweets, your 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 random quote, Mike, uh, your latest blog post, or the latest land that you're offering to sell, and uh, it'll pick what up is all that. Why, why stamp? What's it? Wisestamp.com. Like the letter. Can you spell it out? Spell it out for us. Uh, like w- smart. Yeah, W I S E S T A M P dot com. A Y stamp. Y stamp. All right, checking it out. Y stamp. Can you plug that into your autoresponder nine? Actually, you can because there's you can copy and paste it into Gmail, iOS, Mail, Yahoo. What else? Thunderbird. Anybody use that? AOL. You can use all those, and so you can definitely copy it into. Your autoresponder. I haven't tried it. We'll try it, but yeah, I actually should do that. Hmm. I like that. I like that tip a lot. I think it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. What's it cost? It's six dollars a month. A free? I'm looking at six dollars a month. Uh, Yeah, they they do a good job of hiding the free. But uh, dig. um, But yeah, if you if you go on there, yeah, it's free. Um, You can get extra features, but even the dynamic parts are are still free. Wow. That's cool. Cool. Good tip, Matt Nine. All right, David, what do you have? Okay, so I'm going to combine maybe three smaller tips. One of them is going to be speed test. Always get a speed test before you do a video conference call. <laughs> like, I took for granted that the download rate was amazing here, and it is, but the upload rate blows. It was like five megabits per second. So do a speed test before every uh, call you have with your VA or somebody. <laughs> Well, why, why we, what do you like about speed tests? I like fast. What, what's wrong with that, David? Oh, my gosh. Really? He's going to pick on speed tests? <laughs> fast.com. 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 Well, this has an app. Does fast have an app? Oh, I don't know, but it fast is a lot better. You should check, check it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had to do uh, that so, to you. Right? Like, yeah, I, I know. I know. So the next one was uh, Gmail filters, right? It's native to Gmail. Um, I think yes, we lost you. No, 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 stop it, stop it. I, got <laughs> uh, I set up a bunch of Gmail filters to automatically tag certain emails yesterday. And so I've been working on, uh, there's a script where you can auto-delete after two days. So to really help me unclutter my inbox, i um, been using a lot of filters. You can get really geeky with it. Um, and the last one is just go hire a VA, right? Enough of these you know, tips, you can have shiny object syndrome. Why stamp is great. I'm going to get, you know, distracted right now, but just hire somebody, you know, will you? Where's my tip? Just go hire. Three tips. Three tips. Wow. Okay. That's like pulling out the grand finale of the fireworks, right? I think I need another quote. Yeah. (laughs) Breathe in multiple times a day. Okay. All right, guys. I think uh, I think those are all great tips. I think I have um, a great tip too, and it is this little um, it's this little piece of software. I bought it, okay, and it's in the link for those of you that are on this call. But uh, it will also be in the show notes. And basically, it's a um, it's a app called Hazel. Have you guys heard about Hazel? Now, Hazel is for the cool people who are using Macs. If you're on a PC, I'm sorry. Uh, just tune me out right here. That's okay. But Hazel, what it does is it allows you to set up rules that say like, 
okay, when this happens, do this. So, you know, everybody's um, desktop becomes like so cluttered. This is just one example, by the way. Everybody's desktop becomes so cluttered, right? Like for me, it's like screenshots all day long. I'm taking screenshots. I put it over there. I use it. And then I d I'm too lazy to just go delete it right away or I might need that thing. So what I did was I created, literally I created a, um, um, a folder called uh, on my desktop called cleanup. And so what, what happens is I set up a rule that says, hey, if the date created is not equal to today, then take that file and put it into the cleanup folder. Okay. And so then it creates this rule. And then literally at midnight, without fail at midnight, I start seeing notifications up on my screen says, hey, uh, we cleaned up this, we moved it, you know, it, it just moves it. Then you can say, hey, if it's in this folder for X amount of days, just delete it. Or if I haven't opened it in this amount of days, just delete it. So it cleans up my, my download file, right? Where all this stuff clutters, okay? So you can set up all these rules. And so you could say like, hey, if this file, if, if this file gets on my computer and it's a movie file, then put in a videos folder, okay? If this folder or if this image is a picture, put it in the pictures folder. So it creates like all these rules to just help you to manage your Mac. It's great. You guys should test it. Check it out. It's called Hazel. It will uh, automate your life. All right. That was slick. I like that tip. Yeah, it's good. All right, guys. <laughs> I think it's the best, by the way. Beats breathing in and breathing out multiple times a day. Okay. So, uh, boot camp. Look, the next boot camp is in, is in August. It's in Scottsdale. But the bad news is that one is sold out. Do yourself a favor. And if you want to get to boot camp today, today, race out. Go to thelandgeek.com forward slash bootcamp. The next one is October 6th through the 8th. You don't want to miss it. I don't think in the entire time I've been in this community, I've seen bootcamp selling out as fast as they are. There are a lot of people, a lot of people who are getting great value out of this. Change your life, okay? Take action and, and get to the bootcamp as soon as possible. It will help you build passive income. It will help you change your life. Everybody on this call is benefiting from knowledge that they got at boot camp. Don't be the only one left out. Flight school, if you're struggling, struggling with getting going in your business and you want, you know, someone to like say, do this now, do this now for 10 weeks, like a drill sergeant, that's me, I'm your drill sergeant, you've got to check out flight school. How do you learn more? You go to www.thelandgeek.com forward slash training. Look at boot camp. You'll end up on a phone with David or Mike. They'll talk to you about it. They'll see if you are the right person for boot camp and if boot, uh, a flight school. They'll see if you're the right person for flight school and if flight school is right for you. It's not right for everybody. Take a, take a short 30-minute call and find out if, if it's right for you because, look, that's the only way that you can know. Thanks to our guest, Zen Master. You know him, Mike Zeno. Thank you, Mike, for attending today. TheLandGuru.com, right? That's correct. All right. Tate from Frontier Properties, Frontier Equity Properties. What is it, Tate? FrontierPropertiesUSA.com. Correct. All right. Then we've got nine, nine Land Theory. Check out LandTheory.com. David Banalis from SimpleLifeLand.com. And if you're looking for a place to host your um, properties, place to list your properties, check out landmoto.com and uh, list your properties there to my buyers list. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week.
You guys ready? One, yes. two, three. Let, Let freedom ring. ring. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgate.com and www.scotttaub.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgate.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.